0: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
1: You're here. And tonight we're talking about whether or not, I didn't want to say magic pills, whether or not certain pills are able to change your religious beliefs or they can change your political uh, affiliations. Because um, I don't know, you, you never really hear of somebody going from a staunch atheist to maybe starting to believe in God or kind of vice versa.
2: No, you definitely don't. And I don't know if this is a scary thought that that could possibly be the case with this one magic pill, but I don't think that if I was, which I am an atheist, would I like to be um, suddenly tomorrow waking up, going to mass 24-7?
1: Well, listen, you might be about to find God, Sertia. And if you're listening as well, and you know, maybe maybe you do, or you don't believe in it, but certain drugs are being used now in a clinical setting to one help with trauma and past, you know, life issues, and now they're having an interesting side effect, so to speak, in which they're impacting your religious belief, your your political perspectives as well. To talk a little bit more about that, we have gotten um, a psychedelic ethics researcher and student who is uh, doing a bit of work on psychedelic sciences, drug policy, neuroethics and a hell of a lot more. And he joins us on the line now. Uh, Eddie Jacobs, sir, how are you? Really good. Good to be here. Okay, so we have talked about this on the show a little bit before with regards to psychedelics moving into the kind of clinical space. But could you maybe just give a quick overview, if you can, of um, psilocybin and um, how, it's, how and why it's currently being used in like therapy and, and psycho therapy? Yeah, so
3: psilocybin is the main active compound in magic mushrooms. And as you say, it's a psychedelic, sort of like LSD. And I know there's like a long history of social taboo and uh, caution and concern about these drugs. Uh, But in the last 15 years or so, there's been some really phenomenal uh, research to find that it helps in treating a whole range of mental health conditions, things like depression, anxiety, addiction, OCD, the list is very long.
2: Now, obviously, speaking of magic mushrooms, you know, we would have heard about this drug going around years ago and people had these side effects where they thought they were superheroes jumping out windows and doing various terrifying things. So how could it be used as medicine? Uh,
3: So I think the best way to understand why this is so successful as a medicine uh, is by leaning on this idea of bad trips that is fairly well known in the public consciousness. So if you think about why people take drugs, cannabis, cocaine, alcohol, heroin, uh, it's either because you want to feel good or because you just want to stop feeling so bad. And you know what, actually, when it comes to wanting to stop feeling bad, drugs can be very effective, like for numbing the pain when there's stuff in your life that you're not happy with. Uh, But this is a huge mistake with psychedelics. So the word psychedelic itself actually means mind manifesting. So if there's something going on under the surface that's causing you pain, psychedelics are going to bring it out and it and very often they will hit you like a freight train. And uh, so you can get these bad trips because that's not necessarily something you want to face if you're at a stranger's house for some house party, uh, if you're a teenager being peer pressured uh, into doing doing these things against your will. But if you consider what's going on in psychedelic therapy, well, the same thing's happening, all that challenging stuff is coming out. But this time you're in a safe healing space. Uh, You're with two therapists that you've already met, come to trust. And what they'll say is effectively, this might be really scary. This might be really painful, but you're safe and everything's going to be okay. Like, why don't you go towards the dark stuff, uh, and you can see what you can find out. So while this this trip is going on, it takes about eight hours. Typically, what will happen with patients is that they'll have some eye shades on, and they'll be listening to a specially curated playlist of music, uh, which is designed to elicit all sorts of emotions. And psychedelics can enhance the emotional response to this music. And so what you'll find is that by really exploring uh, the past trauma, exploring the problematic feelings. Uh, people can come to have new realisations, new perspectives about these things. And yeah, as I say, it's extraordinarily effective, it looks like.
1: Eddie, you're really going to um, change the perception of psychotherapy and mental health, I think, in a good way, because good way, so many people will be listening to that going, that sounds nearly like a spa treatment you know nice music on you're in a dimly lit place and you know you're Mm. going to be tripping out and in in the comfort and in the safe hands of a a couple of people i can imagine if this became mainstream maybe more and more people might be interested in 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 trialing it but i know it's probably years away from just booking a psilocybin psychotherapy you know
3: A a few years yeah i think i think you're right in that really this represents a complete sea change in how we think about mental health how we treat mental health. So I don't mean to knock antidepressants at all, Like they do a lot of good things uh, yeah. for a lot of people. But for, but for so many people, if they do work, they seem to work only by making your symptoms just tolerable enough to get out of bed, go to work and grind along with your life. Like very few people get better from trauma, from depression, by taking a pill. Like you get better by talking these things through Uh, by feeling them out and coming to understand them. And I think psychedelic therapy is great for that.
2: And can this therapy work for everything other than mental health reasons? Like, could it help with cancers and that kind of a thing? It's interesting. So at the moment,
3: there's, well, Big Pharma has got the first whiff of of this in their noses and they are exploring all sorts of different conditions. Uh, Surprisingly, it seems to be effective as an anti-inflammatory drug. Uh, At doses so small, you don't even need this therapy. Cancer, I'm not aware of any research on that. Um, But so one thing that might surprise you is chronic pain. So psychedelics seem to help perhaps with chronic pain, not so much because it's stopping the pain dead like um, an opioid painkiller. But more in that it's making people relate to their pain differently. So, like, it becomes easier to tolerate and, like, people have become more accepting of it and can get on with their lives rather than feeling not just the debilitating physical pain, but all sorts of extra psychological stuff that comes with living day-to-day pain. Mm. that is weird.
1: Right? It's a strange strange and, I think, exciting area, but one of the knock-on effects that you were writing about recently was this um, impact that, psychedelics like psilocybin that's in magic mushrooms has Mm. and can have on people's political and religious perspectives can you talk us through a little bit about what's happening with that
3: yeah yeah so let me put that in context with this uh really interesting paper from johns hopkins university released a a few years Mm. ago and for this study they were treating people with tobacco addiction These are people who uh, were smoking 20 a day for an average of 19 years and really wanted to quit. And you'll find these patients saying things like, yeah, it cured me of my addiction. I'm really grateful for that. But actually, that's the least important change for me. So people report having enhanced appreciation for art, especially for natural beauty, uh, feeling more connected to nature, like more well-being and life satisfaction. They find themselves imaginative, curious, open-minded. But also they, so they feel more pro-social, they feel more connected and connected to and interested in other people. And then um, across other studies, there are some of, as you mentioned, these really challenging findings, is that uh, it does seem to change political values. And um, so psychedelics, like one of the things that very often happens is what's called a mystical experience, like the sort of thing you'd expect to get from an extended period of fasting or prayer or meditation. And some of these people that get these mystical experience have what they call a God encounter experience, like they are quite convinced that they have some sense of communion, either with God or with ultimate reality or a messenger from God. And so um, I think it's about two thirds of people who had this experience who described themselves as atheists beforehand reject a label afterwards.
2: Have you found any kind of negative side effects like shifts in personality or?
3: Mm, uh, so uh, the best thing, well, the m- most solid finding in shifts of personality is that people tend to become more open to experience. So one very successful model of personality basically splits it into five factors, one of which is openness. So how open-minded and tolerant they are to other ways of seeing the world, Um, how curious they are to try new things, that sort
1: of thing. Uh, And I know you mentioned that that's a precursor for maybe more liberal values and maybe more left-leaning values when we're talking about the political spectrum. So... The question now becomes, are conspiracy theorists going to take this up the completely wrong way and say that liberals are going to be poisoning the water supply with uh, magic mushrooms to make them change their mind?
3: Oh, Cormac, you cannot believe how upset I was with the response to this article that I wrote. Because (laughs) um, Yeah, a lot of people seem to take it in exactly the way I was saying. Let's be careful. Otherwise, these are the stories that are going to get out. So, so, yeah, exasperating that people have missed the point. Largely, I think that might be... Um, people with axes to grind yeah. and say saying things like uh, republicanism is the disease and psilocybin is the cure uh, but, but really uh, the article is about what narratives, what frameworks we have for talking about psychedelic medicine is going to influence how the wider public think about this stuff so really if people are saying like if this is what people are honing in on, uh, regardless of how strong that finding is and the, the political thing I think is Hugely complicated, or need a lot more work on it. Then, I mean, you know what people are like like they will politicize anything, and they'll sure as hell try to politicize this if they think it will yeah. help
1: their team. <laughs> um, I mean, one thing you could do is one, uh, delete Twitter, and uh, maybe that might help the world. <laughs> uh, and then the second thing is people will start saying that you, you know we need a psychedelic drug now that works in the opposite direction that will make you more conservative and maybe make you more Republican from another yeah. way. Yeah.
3: But but So I I think really this just feeds into how toxic and unhelpful a lot of political discourse has come. So say the people, like the liberal people, cheerfully saying, like, oh, republicanism, conservatism is a a disease and this is the cure. Like, it's really quite depressing. Like, when you think about how political discourse worldwide has gone over the last five years, so I think especially of, like, Brexit and Trump, like, liberals don't seem to have learned that wagging their fingers at the other side and telling them they're (laughs) bad uh, is the right way to go about it. And now all of a sudden, talking about uh, conservatism as a disease, like imagine if anyone said that to you, like the way you think, uh, the way all your experiences have led you to see the world. It's not just mistaken. It's not even bad. Like it's a disease. But if you take this drug, you'll see the world the right way, which happens to be the way that we see it. Like that's madness.
1: It's funny because you could could you argue a little bit as well that if you're willing to go and try an experimental drug to treat your mental health issues, that you're probably already slightly liberal or open-minded anyway? Mm.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's fair. And there there are sketches of evidence that suggest that maybe what's going on um, with, with these shifts in values, it's not so much that everyone's being pushed left, it's that... Most people find that whatever they believe before, they're believing more strongly now. So so one thing that's very interesting about psychedelics is uh, the effects they have, both um, acutely when you're experiencing the drug and uh, in the months and years afterwards, is it's really driven by what we call the set and setting, which is broadly the context that you find yourself in when you're doing them. Um, And so if it, like, maybe the therapists are unwittingly bringing people around to a liberal view of the world. Uh, Who knows? More research needed. That's my conclusion. It's always a scientist's conclusion.
2: Absolutely. But when can we see psychedelic drugs as an option for us? Mm.
3: So sooner than you think, actually. Uh, So over in the US, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, has twice given psilocybin, what they call breakthrough therapy status, uh, and so they will only give this status to drugs in development when they appear to treat a condition where we're not very happy with the treatment options available uh, and can do so more effectively and more safely. And so what this means is the, the FDA, who approve and license drugs, uh, who are usually don't go out of their way to help drug developers um, produce the drugs, with these, break, with these breakthrough therapy trials, mm. they're actually devoting a bit more resources to make sure everything goes as smoothly as possible. Like not cooking the books yeah. or anything like that, but just making sure they're not impeded in any way. And so it might be 2022, it might be 2023, Um how long that will take to percolate down to other areas of the world? Hard to say. Might be five years, might be ten. Cool. Well,
1: it, it's, a, it's a fascinating area of uh, research and as well, like it might make you more uh, liberal and open-minded, but it'll make you believe in God and a religion, which is more of a conservative, right-leaning kind of approach as well. So maybe it's leaving you smack bang in the middle but um eddie we appreciate you giving up your time here this evening if anyone is is either one interested or maybe nervous or a bit confused about you know again the idea of psychedelics and therapy is still foreign to a lot of people where would you recommend is it your website the best place to go or or anything um or or where else would you suggest someone for a bit of a follow-on reading
3: sure well thank you very much for the opportunity to plug my own twitter you can do that on at eddie talks drugs But I am a small fish in a very big pond. I think the best people to be following are a charity called MAPS, who are based over in the U.S., and they're doing some really fantastic stuff with NGMA for PTSD. Huge amounts of resources and information on their website. And here in the U.K., we have the Beckley Foundation, uh, which does similar work with psilocybin. And again, you can find all sorts of information on their website.
1: Brilliant.
4: Brilliant. Eddie Jacobs? thanks a million for popping on F104 this evening no worries, see you soon and if you want any information uh, about drugs or need any support services drugs.ie here's Joel Curry. sorry, it's F104 FM 104's Room
0: 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long
4: the end of the show this evening you'll be hearing from somebody who's running uh, like an online only fans account university school teaching you how to become an adult entertainer from your own bedroom to make serious amounts of cash so that'll be on the way a little bit after eleven. right now and now the
0: Darwin Awards on Room
2: 104 there's a reason why
0: we pay the
4: musicians to play this Saoirse don't be ruining it
2: I can't help but, home along or bop along to this beat. I sound like such a granny. <laughs> oh, it's a
4: fair, I like bopping. Me I like me. bopping along to this beat. Me and your grandfather now, we used to God rest his soul. Now we used to love an old bop on a Friday night, and we'd get a bag of chips <laughs> on the way home. That was before my hip went. You know yourself, but God, God. <sighs> you're getting Tragic. on now. You love an old. Uh, I love an old
2: Werther's original, which you like too, because during the break, uh, if no one heard back when it was my birthday month and my birthday, Cormac was kind enough to get me some Werther's originals. Now I haven't had them in years. Yeah, kind of laughed and thought, oh, the granny sweets. I had one, and my God, is it good?
4: Yeah, they're good. So now I bring them into
2: work every day, and we eat them.
4: We're going to be Werther's uh, influencers, (laughs) Werther's influencers. They're beautiful. Anyway, the Darwin Awards is where we get to nominate and celebrate stupid. Yep. Some of the dumbest things you might have seen in the news or from around anywhere. You might have seen it yourself or you might have uh, uh, read about it online. 87 If there's anything in particular that you have noticed that deserves to be nominated for tonight's Darwin Awards, let us know. Drop us in a WhatsApp. Do you have anything to kick us off?
2: I do, yeah. This is a really sad
4: and tragic story. Oh, lovely. The more miserable, the better, by the way. Let's just, let's just get dark and miserable for the next few minutes.
2: So, this family owned a pet cat, and the pet cat got a little bit older and ended up passing away, as, you know, animals yeah. do eventually. Mm-hmm. Three young kids, they were devastated. So, the mom thought, you know what? Going to go bury the cat in the mm. garden. So, we'll do a little, you know, funeral for the cat. So, that yeah. was fine. So, the That's cat nice. was inside in its bed in the basket. So, the mom was digging away for the whole day, and she ended up digging the lovely hole. And. Um, <laughs> There happened to be a dead animal that was just in their garden. Just happened to be in the garden. What? We don't know what it was. They they. There was just, they, they lived on a farm, right? So right, there was yeah. like a dead animal there somewhere. She buried the animal thinking it was the cat. So she buried the wrong animal. Oh, no. And put the stuff on it, whatever. Went in to get the kids and was like, come on, they... You know, whatever the cat was called is is dead. actually the cat was called Kitty. Kitty is down the the hole that I in his like, little been
4: grave in more, and more pair. And they got
2: very upset knowing that the cat was still inside, dead in the basket. Oh, she she buried weird. a random an, a, a random animal that was in their garden.
4: Oh, that's a bit odd. Yeah, and oh, that's a bit weird. But I would you know, we'd, know we'd, your cat like? You you yeah you would wouldn't you? You yeah. think you would? But I would be more scared if they came back in and the cat was there and they're like. <gasps>
1: been reincarnated yeah that would have been very
2: strange no
4: but that's pretty stupid yeah Um, there's a lot of stupid going on in the world today Um, a lot of these involve death by the way I'll just give you that trigger warning because it's 2020 and you might be offended but an Indian man is after starving himself to death
0: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes
0: bombas big comfort for everyone go to bombas.com slash acast and use code acast for 20 off your first purchase
4: because donald trump got covid <clears throat> mm, no apparently i didn't realize this this is a story that happened uh, a couple of days ago starved he himself to death starved himself to death yes yeah, so this guy was a huge donald trump fan apparently donald trump's got a big fan base in india they like him over there. I'm scratching my head. Right, He's a big guy, confident guy. Maybe they're like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Fair play. This guy had a six foot, a six foot tall uh, statue of him, of Donald Trump waving. And he had um, created nearly like a little temple to Donald Trump. And he'd go and pray there all the time. And when he heard the news that he got COVID, he started crying and got very, very upset.
2: As you do. You would get upset now. If I you cried heard. a little bit.
4: I was upset. I was, you know, sending my, my best wishes and a bowl of uh, shamrocks over to the White House just to make sure that he'd be okay. So he got very, very, very upset that his idol, his God, Trump was sick and went on a bit of a, a fast for three or four days. And unfortunately, his body couldn't take it and he died of a heart attack.
2: I don't have any now, words. I know, for this. no one
4: has any words, but that's a little bit
2: That's extreme. That's very, very extreme. silly and I am sad that he's passed away, but my God, that was stupid now really, wasn't
4: it? Yeah. We're gonna stay in India for one more because uh it seems to be women never do this. It seems to be only men that would think that this is a good idea to do. A man, mm-hmm. thirty seven years of age, yeah. needed to go to the bathroom and couldn't wait till he went home. So he said, you know what, I just go outside the road here now I'll just take it out and I'll go I'll only be a few seconds and then I can be back on my way
2: what happened?
4: Uh, he was up by the fence went for a wee wee yeah didn't realise it was an electric fence now he's dead <gasps> yeah.
2: just because he went for a wee wee mm-hmm. at an yeah. electric fence? yeah
4: electric You shot up inside him boom good luck see you bye oh my god so do not wee on electric fence I'd say that happens a lot I've. You, I would. To be honest with you, I, I'm saying that that's stupid. I probably wouldn't have known I
2: know that's what I'm thinking. Like, how do you know what an electric fence is? Yeah. Do they not have them in Ireland? Because you know do, bulls yeah. and
4: stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do. I don't know if they'd be strong enough. Maybe the electric fence. Yeah, it, well, was, it was maybe it's in sorry? Jurassic Park and it was a like serious electric wow. fence. But yeah, that's, it's a bit grim, God, isn't that, it? That's pretty grim. What a horrible, horrible way to go.
2: Awful. It's kind of funny though, but it's awful. It is awful. Um. <laughs> Came across this tweet earlier on. My friend thought that anytime I went to mass on Sunday, she thought I was going to a place called masks to look at some masks on on a wall. What? Yeah. She only told her after twenty years. She,
4: was she going thought that mass.
2: never got in got into it with her to ask her what exactly masks Why? is. Okay. Mass. I'm going to mass on a Sunday.
4: And, and she, she thought, thought mass was, was a cool, like, salon or coffee shop or a uh, She thought she was
2: going to watch paintings of masks <laughs> hanging on the wall. Every Sunday. <laughs> for 20
4: years. <laughs> You'd wonder, because I imagine sometimes she kind of maybe realised that she didn't know she was going to mass and was like, hey, do you, uh, you know, maybe she tweaked that her friend didn't know where she was going, but maybe just left it for 20 years. But how weird
2: is that? Like, how would you not know after 20 years every Sunday?
4: Yeah that's definitely or not, not
2: ask can she go with her or yeah. what happens there
4: yeah it's pretty bad that is pretty bad uh, another story here TikTok related and again it's it's death related so fun times for the rest of the show if you've seen anything or know of anyone who did something completely idiotic uh, you'd like to celebrate them tonight for the Darwin Awards 0876797104 let us know here's Lewis Capaldi bruises FM is
0: Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long
4: Tomorrow night up until November the 10th, you are not allowed to play with any friends. It's like going over to your friend's house (laughs) and then Barry and Paul were already in there. And my friend, my only said two friends were allowed in, so bye. And then they close the door and you're just fluting about on your own. They can't even have Barry and Paul. over. No,
2: no. I mean, they're trying to combat, obviously, um, people with very poor communication skills. And, you know, a lot of kids online these days not really meeting their friends in person. No, we're just encouraging that.
4: Yeah, yeah, Let's just keep like, doing it. You keep doing what you're doing, moody teenager. Stay in there <laughs> on your computer. We don't care anymore. Uh, so listen, that's till the 10th of November. Details, fm one 4 on our Twitter and Instagram. Um, and obviously on the HSE's website to outline that, but that's t- from tomorrow night until we get the old numbers down. They're not doing too bad in Dublin. It's just around the rest of the country.
2: Yeah, it's pretty tragic, yeah.
4: It has hit the it has hit the fan. We seem to be it's the highest number of cases on record today. So uh, we're kind of heading in a little bit the wrong direction. Anyway, we'll move on from that. This is the Darwin Awards. This is to nominate, celebrate, acknowledge uh, the sheer amount of stupidity in the world.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, a few coming in here. We used to hold hands, and the person at the front would grab the electric fence, and the person at the end would get the shock because the electricity would travel through us. That's pretty stupid,
4: Barry. That's a bit, bit, bit of crack, though. That was it was in relation to was a story there. It's came out dangerous of, uh, in India. A poor man uh, died when he he did his weebies on the electric fences.
2: Yeah, it killed him. But uh, it's like.
4: That's just a bit of crack. That's not though. The Irish electric fences here aren't like they'll only give you a little
2: But for kids would they not be a little bit? Nah, that'd
4: be grand. Like I'm not mm. saying obviously go out and do it but like you're not gonna there wouldn't be allowed to put up ones that'll kill you. Well
2: but surely we just, they're to shock sh- an animal that size. Well, just a bull is pretty of a, large.
4: A, a bit of a you know a bit of a like a little tap. I don't know I think there's strong never stronger uh, No, I've, I've hit, hit one. Have you? Yeah. You're not gonna get thrown across you may be getting like, confused with do you remember age, years ago there used to be this big campaign because young lads kept going into the uh, electricity pylon places there was, I mean, just remember this ad of someone's tennis ball or something falling over into the what do you call them anyway and it was trying to have this campaign to stop young lads climbing over Never the fence in big electric what are they called what would you call them the electric where the pylons are and all the basically you touch one of these things and you're dead oh you know the business on the farm no not the farm it's at the end of like where where the pylons are and where that's a pylon you know the big massive uh, electric poles
2: oh sorry yeah.
4: ones where all those wires end up going and connecting oh, to the
2: oh and they were all messing with that
4: and you, you, they'd go in and they'd wind up dying yeah causing a lot of problems
2: oh
4: okay so that's what's on camping, but like the, the farm ones they wouldn't have it they wouldn't be allowed to have it and they would be lethal right otherwise
2: yeah goodbye see you later
4: <laughs> I wouldn't touch that fence why you'll die that's why um, but you yeah, know thanks for that Barry uh, do, do. that one there move up Listen.
2: oh wait Darwin no. Award for the people who collect toenails true story
4: what? what? no one collects toenails what? Mary you're going to have to elaborate on that who and do you know that's collecting toenails
2: speaking of mass speaking of mass for years my son was saying pleased to meet you when the people shook hands instead of peace with <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, that's very cute that's
2: great <laughs> pleased to meet you that's cute yeah. that's they, what they should say
4: Yeah, please, meet you you never met these people no before you life? didn't
2: you're shaking their hand if you think about it it's very intrusive isn't it I used to be sweating when I'd be in mass and oh, yeah. I it, know it's coming up the sign it's the sign of peace they'd say and I'd literally start like dripping wet and rubbing my hands against my trousers oh the
4: panic the panic yeah anyway thanks for that uh, any other uh, Darwin Awards nominations you have anything stupid let us know oh 76797104. this is stupid and tragic and really all sorts of dumb and again involves death just so we know okay one of the most annoying things online I think is when people try and stage fake viral videos oh do they do that oh my god god Oh my God, like, have you never seen some of them where they're like, Uh, I went up to this homeless guy and he was saying that he used to be in a band. So I I bought him a a grand piano and put it there and he just started playing it. And they're trying to have this big message, like, never judge anyone. And it's one of his mates pretending to be homeless. And they have this whole thing staged. What? Oh, it's absolute... Absolutely Maybe I'm just
2: gullible. I'd never have known that.
4: Oh, they're so fake. You know, a lot of the couples pranks are fake as well when they're having fake arguments and they're setting up the cameras. What are other ones fake? Oh, yeah. The other ones that were fake were...
2: It's a lot on TikTok now, isn't it?
4: Yeah, there's a lot of them are moving on to TikTok as well, right? And some of the most just cringe worthy fake ones where a guy will be dressed up looking like let's say a bin man yeah. right? and he'll go up to a girl sitting in the park with a bag in his hand and you know a rubbish in his hand and go hey babe do you want to go out for a drink and then she'll get up and walk off Right. And then the, the video cut to the next time the girl is still out and the guy will be standing in front of like a Ferrari and have his top oh, off and be all no. ripped. He's like, hey girl, do you want to go out on a date? And she'll be all like, yeah. And he goes, well, you rejected me yesterday because you thought I was a bin man. <laughs> Absolute crap, right? So uh, There's all these videos. Oh, I've never so, heard of this before. Oh, they're, they're, trying to, they're not even acknowledging that they're terrible. They're trying to pass them off as believable viral videos when people fall for them. Anyway. This latest fake viral video trend Mm. got someone killed.
2: Oh, for God's sake.
4: Right, so there is...
2: So this is basically the carry-on from the selfie that you would take at the side of a cliff and fall off. Yeah. That kind of level of stupid.
4: This is slightly more violent, but it's definitely kind of stupid. There was a video that went viral last week, the week before. It's kind of gained a bit of traction. It is a kidnapping prank. Oh. So, So two people... But yeah. well, one person is standing at the back of a car with a boot open and then their friend, who's in on the gag, is walking down the street and then their friend grabs them and throws them into the boot and the idea is to see what will passers-by do. And they do nothing. Some people do nothing. Some people run away. Some people get involved and try and protect them and all this stuff, right? It's a fake kidnapping prank. Okay. A girl called uh, Arlene Martinez was trying to do this prank as well in Mexico.
2: Mm. And what happened? Um,
4: some people got involved
2: uh, oh and it was fake
4: it was fake they thought it was real she's bundling someone into the back of uh, her boot oh no and they bat her up they killed her they shot her took out their guns and they're like oh there she's been kidnapped stop so let's shoot the kidnapper you're in Mexico which is the home of gangland drug cartels where this happens probably day in and day out not day in and day out but you know what I mean happens a lot more than we'll hear she's dead she went to make a fake TikTok video did a fake kidnap and the lads were like let's save the day. Oh, Bang, bang, bang. my god. Dead. Jesus. Yeah. So she
2: knew that was a risk obviously when she was doing it well, I'd
4: say. I, she probably didn't think she was going to get shot but I'm sure somebody because in one of the other fake videos that went around it was like people kicking them and punching them and getting them away and you're like oh edgy content but mm. now, now she's dead.
2: So Okay that's just outrageous really. A yeah,
4: little bit. Um, so there you go. Listen. um, If you have any other Nom- nominees there's a full list there for you anyway if you have any other nominees you want to nominate for a Darwin Award it's going to be tough to, to beat those there's a lot of stupid in there this evening <laughs> huge amount of stupid
2: I'm kind of glad though I like when uh, there's a variety in there I guess and a good bit
4: of death and misery
2: lot of death and we misery we a bit
4: of death and misery here now
2: especially avoidable ones
4: oh yeah they're the like, worst you know, yeah so there's a few others there but listen if you have any other ones you don't, it can be something you've seen online or obviously um someone that you know might have done or said something completely idiotic where you're like, oh my god, you can let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four. On the way music from Jax Jones. fm
0: 104 FM 104's Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
4: Room 104, reminder, you can listen back to the full shows on the podcast. Room 104, Cormac and Saoirse on Apple, Spotify, Acast, all of the usual places. You can play us on your smart speaker tomorrow afternoon. Electric fences for farm animals are very mild. We used to touch them as children. It's a little jolt every few seconds. See, they're fine.
2: I still wouldn't touch one, though. I'd be too scared.
4: We should get you out to do one. Different strength electric fences for different animals. Ireland's are pretty tame. Yeah, they're grand. And apparently I'm talking about a substation That's what I was saying There was an ad back in the day In the 90s Early 2000s To try and stop When balls would go over into said substation You'd jump over and go in and get the ball And now you're fried Not a good time I never heard of that Thankfully
2: No I'd say that was more of the lads in my group That would have been In on that kind of a
4: stuff In on the dangerous banter On the
2: dangerous banter
4: Hi guys, loving the show. Eno, thanks, thanks Eno. Thanks Eno, that's lovely. Eno, what are you up to this evening? It's nice to get a nice message, isn't it? Yeah, it's very lovely, eh? I love your hat too. It's a very nice hat. Fair um, nice. Yeah. Any crack this evening? No? Grant? Okay, cool. Uh, da, 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 da. Still coming up on the show, by the way. If you want to make it in the world of adult entertainment with a content, a subscriber only explicit content platform like OnlyFans we have someone who's running an online course a kind of OnlyFans university you could call it
2: yes you definitely could call it an OnlyFans university Um, interesting I think it's kind of the first of its kind so it'll be interesting to hear what they have to say
4: I mean uh, I'm surprised it hasn't uh, happened earlier
2: yeah kind of
4: yeah lads is it true no visitors allowed to any homes from tomorrow
2: yes it's true
4: unfortunately. Alan,
2: Alan, unfortunately that is correct and right.
4: That is the latest news this evening that we're getting until November the 10th from tomorrow evening. You're not allowed to play at Paul's. You're not allowed to go over and uh, have any friends over into your house. Apparently uh, the visits from tomorrow night for four weeks. So compassionate grounds, there's an exemptions, essential reasons such as childcare uh, and other things and then also Donegal, Cavan, Monaghan moved to level four.
2: I've realised since Covid that I have turned into quite the loner anyway. You What's know I mean? think I, the whole staying at home thing I wasn't really seeing anyone and then that just kind of continued on I don't have visitors over ever I don't have to stop anyone
4: that is, a, that is a benefit you don't have to have fancy biscuits or nice tea or do the house up
2: No I don't have to buy milk
4: You're like sorry ma'am That's not
2: Well actually my mum did call over the other day
4: But I know it's going to be so difficult because some some Irish parents will be morally offended if you do not see them over the next four weeks.
2: You see, my mum hates when I call over. So this is perfect for her. She absolutely hates it. Like she saw me, obviously, the other day after a month. Mm. You know, that's enough for her. So this will probably do her grand now because she's (laughs) seeing me then. So she's not due to see me again until the end of November anyway.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, Dublin, we're not, the whole country's heading in the wrong direction case-wise. The... Numbers in Dublin are kind of... What were they today? Slightly, I can't remember what they were today. Two mm. something. Not too, not the worst. Not too bad. Kind of stabilising a little bit. But I just really wish that this was over and done with. It's getting, getting to a point now where everyone I think is tired and exhausted. And like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Please. Please.
2: I'm just wondering, are people having a lot of guests over into their houses? Yeah, I That's wonder. what I don't know.
4: This is obviously the argument for the pubs to be open is that people are sneaking to each other's gaffs, having a few drinks over. There's no contact tracing. There's no hand sanitizers. There's no things. If you put them in a setting like a restaurant or a pub, maybe you can control it better. I don't know.
2: Well, I know that alcohol consumption has gone up tenfold since COVID. Has it? People are, yeah. Like at home? At home, yeah. Buying Mm -hmm. drink. And obviously you're not drinking on your own. Well, you probably, some people probably are, but you're having people over that you might not have done otherwise. Yeah. So... I what don't do know. We do? I don't know what Can to make of Can someone it come
4: up. along with a solution? Can someone just wake us up and go, it was all a dream? Oh, thank God. Wouldn't you just love that? Imagine we all woke up and it was March the 18th and we're like, ah.
2: I think everyone is walking around ah. with this heavy load on their chest.
4: Yeah. Do
2: you know that kind of feeling of, is this real? Yeah. Or is it not? But Just unfortunately again, it is.
4: Again, getting whipped again and going, Ah yeah, here we go. Yeah. Wonder what you make of it with the whole lockdown for four weeks. Like our people I was in town on Saturday. Mm. Town was wedged. Was it? Absolutely wedged. See,
2: that's interesting. I was in town on Friday and it wasn't wedged, but there were queues of people for outdoor dining.
4: Oh yeah. Every queues. place was every place was packed now, in furnace. Everywhere everywhere that I saw was fairly was all masked up. Was yeah. In, where was it? I was in Stevens Green and then it was over in Jervis. Everyone in Jervis, I say it was much harder to find to try and spot someone not wearing a mask. Okay. Everyone seemed to be fairly compliant and stuff like that.
2: But a lot of just, crowds and stuff there.
4: Yeah. But again, most people were kind of masked up. You're just like, lots what are we going to do
2: I know yeah what is the what is the answer what is the solution we don't really
4: know oh uh, god anyway um, yeah if you want to go on to FM104's Twitter and Instagram some further details there and also up on uh, A. but that's the lovely beautiful bad news this evening now household visits ban on that for the next four weeks so no parties you can meet up with people outside in a bubble once you're two metres away maximum of six people you can meet up with six people from one other household that's kind of it uh, and then everything else pretty much stays the same. You're just not allowed to have any sleepovers. No. Or Absolutely. Not. You can let us know your thoughts on that. Oh eight seven six
1: seven nine seven one oh four Jack's Jones. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues